guys. Welcome back to another episode of Something Super Podcast. I'm Steve. I'm Mark. And I'm Jay. Guys, this week we're going to continue with our topic of Loki. We're doing episode three, season one. Let's dive into the Easter eggs. Thoughts, feelings. Jay, start us off. Okay. So can we just talk about the one thing that bothered me on the episode before we really get into most things? Absolutely. And I think it's the same thing that bothered most people. I just hate how it ends. It's just like, it's like they see the Arco and blow up and then it's like, it's over. Like there should, I feel like they could have ended it a little better than that. Uh, I mean, so I agree with you. I It was a very like, holy shit, this is super climactic. Boom, it's just over. Like, there yeah, was- you're like, they pulled the rug out from under us like nobody was expecting that. But yeah. that also sets us up for next episode. And I think if they do it properly, watching one into the other, obviously we have a week between them. But if you watch them, you know, simultaneously, it should play well. But yeah, you know, I have I, a feeling it will. I have I trust these guys they are killing it on the show already. Oh, and of course, yeah. you have Tom Hiddleston as a, one as the main actor. Like he does great on everything. And honestly, I mean, in the interviews, like before it even came out, Tom Hiddleston said, like, it's going to be slow, but come episode four, he's like, that's when it's going to pretty much pick up the pace and be like a hammer and on through from there. So for this, I feel like this was kind of that bridging episode to where, like, you learn a lot about the both the characters. And it was kind of like a not necessarily like a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not deposition episode like a. um basically for you to get a little bit of each other's background because like, you know, you were still learning things about Loki, even though we had so much time with him through the first three phases. Like, cause the one thing is when they're on the train and he's talking to Sylvie, like, I think honestly, that's the only part through the entire episode where she's actually believing the shit that's coming out of his mouth. Cause like she didn't really know her mom and the way that he talks about Freya, like, she can she believes that and like she even says but like like you were saying jay like it does end like super abruptly it's like is it just me or am i the only one who literally like didn't realize the episode was over no like it I, went that smoothly oh yeah, yeah. I, was, <laughs> like, I was expecting there to be like a, a quick cut and then you know them try to figure out how to you know first time or do what something you know get the fuck off that planet but it's again it was one of those things where like it you hit a wall at 100 miles an hour like that was it there was no nothing it was just black you know bye and so got go no because i'm gonna get ready to kind of change it up and i i have a curious question for you guys so i don't want to ruin your train of thought no that was unintended i think you know in regards to their their conversation on the train i think that was the start to like almost their buddy cop you know, intra- like I mean, they, they want to work together. They don't want to work together. So, like, they know that they need each other at this point, but they hate each other. So, right. I, I, I'm curious to see if their relationship ends up being a positive one in the long run. And uh, I have some interesting theories that we'll get into in a few minutes. But, I, again, excited to see how the Sylvie Loki team up goes. So, now- wait, do you guys really think that... um? device he got is actually broken so again i personally don't i, I think don't he's either. using that to because trick i her. know Lo- i know loki too well and like it would not shock me in any way literally stab people in the back like 50 times i get it i i don't trust him either 
So for me, it's one of two things. Either one, it is broken and he just has that much trust in Mobius knowing that, you know, they're going to be in apocalypses to find them. So that's either number one or number two. Like, no, it's probably not broken because that bitch shot him with the cannon before and he landed. So like, did that where it broke? Did it break when he got thrown out of the train? Like, there's so many times. So don't get me wrong. I mean, it could be broken. Like, dude got his ass whooped pretty well this episode. Like, <laughs> but well, I mean, look, look at it from this perspective. And again, I'm not even going to sit here and begin. Like, I understand the MCU magic just yet, <laughs> but it he made it disappear. It's not like he just turned it invisible and put it in his pocket. Like it realistically is in like a pocket dimension like where is daggers are daggers always on him no he just well, he said that there he said he keeps them in his heart okay so maybe he kept it in his heart like i'm just saying so like, you know wherever he keeps does Loki actually have a heart I mean, it's, well it's, he definitely like does heart. i mean you know he has feelings for like freya at the very least he cares for her he and he he does have that moment you know again when he realizes that his entire race is dead or at least he thinks his entire race is dead because he just he doesn't see the part where there's like the, the escape pod and this that like and he knows that he dies saving his brother. So like he does have emotions. No, no, no. When I say does he have a heart? Like a literal heart? Yeah. Like I mean, anatomically. Like heart. Yeah, like anatomically. I don't know. Because Do like I, mean, I would I would assume he has something. I mean Yeah, I'm like, I just don't think he literally has a heart. Like, I understand there are some emotions there. Like, you even see it with Thor. He actually gives a shit about him at points, but... Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, so, go ahead, Mark. What is your titillating question? I want to hear this. So, the one question that I had for you guys was... When it comes to, like, Loki... Now, Sylvie falls asleep on the train. Mm-hmm. And we saw that he was able to kind of fight off Sylvie, like trying to um enchant him do you think that there was a way that loki now is enchanting her to get the information he needs kind of going along with jay said like is he just creating all this around her because like there's a lot of things that stop lining up like there was an entire meteor shower of a supposedly collapsing planet but as soon as like she tried to do that to him it just stopped like there's nothing happening around them anymore like so do you think that was just like, do you think that we're actually seeing something that Loki's pulling on her to get information he wants? Like he found out so much information about the TVA. Like we found out that all these people were normal people and now they're variants who had like their mind wiped and like he's learning more. So while it is possible, I just based solely off of the fact that I don't want to believe that he's one of those like super OP characters that doesn't actually have to practice magic because you know he needed to learn it. So well, Sylvie said that she taught herself and he's mm-hmm. been asking her about how she does it and she gave him a full explanation. Sure. And so not, this could be like a test run. Yeah, I, I was gonna say I'm not saying that it would go perfectly, but again, I think that would be one of those things where he would have to like practice it a few times in order to even get you know the hang of it because like she said especially the strong-willed people, and we're talking, it's, it's a Loki versus a Loki. Call, call her Sylvie, call her Enchantress, whatever the hell you want to call her. It's still Loki. So she's still strong-willed, strong-minded. So I don't think it would just be like a boom, you know, snap, she's enchanted. I think it would be, you know, again, one of those things where he has to really sort of bust his ass. 
I could definitely see what Mark's saying though, because oh, it's definitely a possibility. We, I'm just I don't want to see it be one we, of those like oh he didn't actually have to practice this. He just, I I understand that fact of what you're saying, but like you also see it through the show that he's so much stronger of a with magic than Sylvia's by any sure. means or stretch of the imagination. Right, like just the fact that he could fight hers off, that would make you assume that if he tried to do it, he could possibly overpower her. Yeah, sure, not saying like, that she's not a strong-willed mind because she definitely is. However, he had Freya to teach him how to control magic and how to use his magic to where she never had that. So maybe just having a teacher, you know, maybe there's little intricacies of like, oh, like, for example, like if you're a car mechanic, like I could say, oh, I did this, this and this. But you would actually know the ins, the outs, what the easiest way to develop that technique. Maybe I sat there on a wrench or using a wrench on a certain like nut for like two hours where literally you guys would have been like, dude, if you would have just done this, it would have got kicked right off. So like maybe Sylvie's doing something to where when she was explaining it to Loki, he was like, well, why are you doing it that way? This would be so much easier. That's very possible. Again, we we've seen powers in this series that Loki has that we've never seen before. So it's not to say that maybe he even, you know, maybe he knows how to enchant people, but his way is even more difficult. So he's probing her to find out an easier way to do it. Or again, like maybe he knows the easier way and she's just an idiot and, you know, doing the runaround thing. Yeah. Cause I mean, the one thing too is like, now I could be completely wrong, but I know the one big theory is like, Oh, he magically has telekinesis and we've never seen that before, but we have in Thor, the dark world. When he finds out about Freya's death, like he throws the shit everywhere, mm-hmm. like, and you see him actually like do it. So that's where my second question comes into you guys. I read a theory because obviously during that super long one take, which was honestly like six or seven cuts, uh, at the end of the episode, when they're running through the thing, the one building starts to fall and Loki basically kind of like stops it and then like throws it backwards. Yeah. There's a theory that he actually kept one of them time stones. Do you think that he has a hidden infinity stone that he's just. And maybe that's going to be part of their escape. What a shock so, me. Now, again, Whoa. but let me let me be the uh, the usual J for this episode. I'm going to throw a wrench in the gears. How did he know which time stone to go to which time? Like, you know, right. he, they have so many time stones from so many other timelines. Well, so how does the one time it, he goes back to the regular timeline. Any of the infinity stones should work on any timeline as long as they're not in the TVA. It, they, the infinity stone that you plucked it, like the timeline you plucked it from is the only one it works in. Well, it has to be in the original universe it was created. Correct. That's what I'm saying. So, like, if so you Time Stone it, 1 would have to be in Universe 1. Yeah. Time Stone 3 wouldn't be able to be used in any other time zone other than Universe 3. Now, so on and so forth. Well, I think maybe he awesome. took all of them. Yeah. He's just kind of, I got a pocket full of rocks, guys. It's I mean, not like I he has to it. hold them. He can just hide them like he does with yeah. everything else in his heart. Um, I, I mean, I, I, I personally I, think it was just he used his telekinesis. No, I think, and again, but, if he had a time stone, that'd be badass, and that would explain a lot of shit. You know, he would be able to reverse the arc exploding, and that's why he stood there and watched it. Um, and again, you know, it's green magic, so like, who's to say it's not what he's doing? All right. Uh, so I, again, there's a lot. Well, of- also, we we were talking about the fact that um, 
when uh, she enchants people. Uh-huh. Loki did that already. Minus he used the Tesseract as it as his right. well, thing to enchant people. He, he, he was well, no. mind, so. The stone did it. Not yeah, him. but he was still controlling all the people. He did it too. But so that's basically through the like, stone though. So the, that's where Scarlet Witch got her ability to do that. Was from the Mind Stone because the Mind Stone has the ability to control the minds. It wasn't Loki himself. Loki was using a, a third party apparatus. Maybe he maybe he brought the t- the Mind Stone with him and, and enchanted her with that because I feel like it could work on somebody along uh, those lines. I think the only person it didn't work on was Tony just because he kept trying to hit the metal part of his heart. Well, yeah, he was trying to use it on an inanimate object. Yeah. <laughs> he was using it on the mini arc reactor he had in his chest, not actually on like, him. Pink. Had he gone like an inch to the left or right, he would have taken over Tony. Yeah. yeah. That would have been bad. I wonder if it would have worked on Thor. Mm, I would assume so, because I mean... Well, Scarlet like- Witch's magic worked on Thor, so why wouldn't the stone? True. Yeah, I feel like Thor would have put up, you know, more of a fight falling under the Mind Stone's control, but I, I, it would have eventually taken him over anyway. See, I honestly don't, because in Age of Ultron, like, he literally is just walking down a corridor, and it, like, just pans into his vision, and that was just from well, Wanda. And, and I feel well, like the stone would be a more concentrated source of power than Wanda would. Sure, but I, again, now... Wanda is the most fucking OP character in all of the MCU currently. So maybe she is the concentrated version of it. Just like um, how like the space stone is great and all, but that's what fucking gave what Kyle Danvers her powers. Right. So she's able to like concentrate at more because she's a physical being. Um, yeah. I don't know. Now, how did you guys feel about like, Here's what threw me off. So she had this plan to go to the TVA and overthrow it, right? So how did she not know that her powers wouldn't work there? Maybe it's not a it's not a known thing. Like it caught Loki off guard, like a lot that his powers weren't working. But he didn't even time know about the TVA. Yeah, right. But, but he didn't know about the TVA. Could, she it, knew about like, it. She um, knows details. So how wouldn't she know? I. I don't so, think it's like I mean? common knowledge that magic doesn't work there. Now, so I don't know if you guys saw anything for like next week's episode or this week's episode. I try not to. Yeah, I try right, not well, to. Well, I mean, I saw a trailer for it. Um, and <sighs> oh, or was it this past week? Whatever. Uh, she, it's her as a child walking through the door to the TBA because they bring her in as a kid. That's why she's known and been running from the TBA her entire life. Okay. Because she has been on their radar forever. Now, what I think, and again, I could be wrong, but, you know, uh, this is going to go under my Mephisto line of theories. Jesus. Prior to her coming to the TVA, magic did work there. When they brought her there as a child, she tried to utilize her magic, and then they basically put that bitch on lock. They were like, nope, no more magic here. And now she doesn't know that there's no magic there. So she goes and attempts to use her magic because the last time she was there, she could. She was able to. Okay. So again, maybe, I'm, again, I'm fucking spitballing here. I could be completely wrong. That would make sense. I just didn't have that knowledge because I, I don't, I don't know. I don't like spoiling myself because then I overthink everything. And then 
I somehow end up figuring it out a lot of the time. Not every time, but a lot of the time I end up figuring stuff out. And then I'm just depressed when I watch the show and it's exactly what I thought it was. Yeah, it's, that's why I stopped watching certain movies. I just, I'm like, I can't, I can't do this. But <laughs> I mean, I, I really think I only saw, it was like a quick little intro trailer thing to it. And it was just her. And I want to say her mom or maybe Moby. You couldn't see that whoever the adult was, but they were like right. her hand and they walked through and she had dark hair, just like Loki. Um, you know, the fucking gold necklace, the green, the black, the whole nine walks through the fucking TVA door and then kind of like looks up and that was it. Like, that's really all I saw was a, maybe a couple second clip. But again, that changes the entire out and that explains they've been looking for her since day one. So maybe she they put her like on a radar. She did something. They pulled they brought her in to do whatever the hell they needed to do. And then she escaped and she's been on the run since then. I saw, I was reading one theory, I forget where it was from, but they were saying, what if she was the equivalent to like our universe's Hela? I mean, it's very possible. So like Hela and Loki are stepsisters or stepbrother and sister. What if she was the one that like Odin was taking to all these battles originally? And that's why she's like so jaded, why she barely knows her mom. Maybe she got casted out by Odin at a younger age like i heard a theory about that now i don't think that that's true because like does that mean then there's no hella like i don't know how multiverses work and like if everybody still exists there's just alternate versions of everybody or is there somewhere like you're a firefighter and another one where you don't even exist like i don't know and that's that's the tough part so like you could speculate marvel dc back to the future like time travel multiverse theory like there is there is no right answer i mean hell i could write my own comic strip right now about sorry about the multiverse and like i could just make it up nobody you know nobody's gonna sit here and tell me wrong because it's my theory on it right no and that's where i was just kind of thinking because as soon as i read that i was like that would make a lot of sense in a way but like what I want to know is, obviously, is she supposed to be Enchantress, Lady Loki, a combination of two or whatever? Does that mean that Thor in her universe is also female? That, I mean, we're like, is getting it, a love and thunder, so. Right, but that's not Thor, though. That's going to be. Sure. But, like. Uh, now, this also goes back to the Loki can be whatever he wants. So. Well, that's because of his magic that he can do that. So now I brought this theory up to you. I don't think it might have been on on the podcast last week, but it was the what Loki touches someone, he sees their memories. So he well, sees, that's a power he has. Correct. I don't think it. I don't think it's like involuntary. Where like no, no, no. Like I'm, in the movie Unbreakable, where like if you just brush up against Bruce Willis, like he sees everything. Like I think sure. Loki has to be trying to do. It, but yes, go on. So Loki has that power now. Hela was Odin's first. Obviously, we were fully aware of that. He hid Hela very well, but Odin holds Loki as a baby, and Loki immediately turns to look like an Asgardian instead of an ice giant. Now, he takes on the looks of Hela, so that would lead me to believe that when Odin touched him, he saw Odin's first child, the black right. hair, and he knew it was Odin's original favorite. So what did he do? He copied it. Black hair, green and black, the whole nine, like daggers, the, the, the fucking... The, sh- the shebang like maybe she did the same thing except instead of being a guy 
she stayed a girl. That's possible. Like, I know we were talking about this before. I mean, in, in Norse mythology, I mean, Loki briefly has an entire love story and a family with a horse. So, I mean, and he even gives birth to a horse. So, I mean. Nothing is out of question. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and, and speaking of the, the relationship with a horse, uh, you know, huge time to drop this. Obviously, it's Pride Month. So, like, that is enormous coming from you know the mcu this is the first time we have a canonically bisexual character like that's fantastic uh loki admits that in the conversation with sylvie on the train so like that that's huge right, right. And, and you know that goes to show you that like that they're as inclusive as it's going to get like marvel is the catch-all they are the everyman you know for, for lack of better words like that is and, and i fully support that shit like let's get it did you guys enjoy the Thor callback that went on the train with Loki after he was done singing? Oh, absolutely. I think that was one of my favorite things. Uh, <laughs> just the fact that like it's an Asgardian tradition. When you like something, you smash it for someone else to clean up and you scream another. So I'm fully on that. I know that's how, how Jay does it when he's, he's done drinking. That is 100% how I do it. And I would hate you if you didn't. <laughs> You would hate me if I didn't or did it? If you didn't. didn't. Oh. Did not. Did not. Oh, I, was so, say, I was like, you've witnessed me do it. So I actually, I have a couple questions for you guys. Shoot. So I know we brought this up before. And actually, we brought it up last week about the potential Mobius variant. And that's why he doesn't remember putting the rings on the coffee table. It mm -hmm. is now proof that all... According to Sylvie, all TVA agents are variants from other universes. He was a jet ski salesman before going to the TVA. I 100% either that or he was like a professional jet ski rider, and that would be phenomenal. Uh, if Is I don't that see an actual profession? I don't know. I mean, it could be. You got the X Games and shit. Fuck. But I, that, if I don't see Mobius on a jet ski, I'm riding. But take all that out of the equation. So... Mobius doesn't realize that he's the one that put the rings on there. So does that mean that Mobius died and he's, they're bringing back other variants of Mobius? Does that mean that there's more than one Mobius working there? Like, is he multiversal? Like, how does this work? And I'm kind of curious now, like, where all these people are getting plucked from. Like, the, the TVA is like, all right, cool. Like, you did something that you weren't supposed to do. We're going to steal you. And so... then brainwash you and make you into an agent or a like TVA police officer, like a hunter, you know, or you're like a caseworker, like Mobius, like, you know, what, where are they getting these people from? Where are they brainwashing them with? Like, I, there's a whole lot of questions that I have that, you know, well, obviously I have some other theories that we'll get into later and some Easter eggs that I want to drop on you guys. But what is your thoughts on that? So I kind of went into this a little bit last week. I personally think it's kind of like the Loki situation. Like, I think that there's, Number one, I feel like the TVA, like I said, I think it's being ran by Kang the Conqueror. Okay. And that's just getting stronger and stronger as like the show's giving us more details about the TVA and all this. So for me personally, I honestly think that basically like Kang's from the future. He knows who would pose the most risk to stepping out of time sure. or out of the timeline. So for me, I think that there's two Mobiuses and I... I even think it's possible that the alternate Mobius that ours doesn't know about 
maybe worked like you were saying when she was a little girl, like she was brought to the TVA. Maybe that alternate Mobius was the one who was working with her. So maybe there's multiple teams of Mobius and Loki's trying to hunt down other Loki's, not knowing that they work for another Mobius. So that was something that I also thought, uh, maybe not necessarily the Mobius Loki team up, but like, or like the multiple Mobius, multiple, multiple Loki things. But when he shows the variants of Loki, I, in my opinion, think that those are the variants that failed to catch Sylvie that he'd previously worked with these people and everyone's just kind of playing it cool. Because again, the one hunter's like, oh, your favorite Loki. And again, like this is maybe his last effort, you know, his last chance to do this. Like they're giving him a decent amount of leniency, all things considered. I mean, they're, they're still pretty like, all right, if you fuck this up, you, you got to wipe them. Like it's, it's over. And he's like, oh, I'll do it myself. Don't worry about it. But I, I think all things considering like there's, a whole lot of fucking leniency in this bureaucratic department that they're like, yeah, no, it's cool. Just take a fugitive out into the field and basically do whatever the fuck you want. Yes, we understand he's magic and he basically do anything he wants and he can turn into whoever he wants. But yeah, just just run it. We'll figure it out. See, for me, I feel like that's more along the lines of like Mobius said, why is it always the people you can't trust the most that say, trust me? And literally, she's like, why should I even like do this? He's like, don't worry, trust me. I got this. Oh, yeah. So like, who, who's to say that he's a trustworthy person in himself? No, I, I brought that like, up last week. I think that was him kind of outing himself as like, I'm not trustworthy. And I mean, and like I said, it may not be as detailed as I said, the way like they're working with other Mobiuses, but I, I mean, how hard would it be to keep them away from each other? You saw how big the TVA is, like when him and Loki are standing on the balcony looking out. I mean, how hard would it be to keep a variant of yourself away from you? Sure. You know what I mean? Especially when there's so many like restricted files, like mm-hmm. you oh, just absolutely. restrict their files so they don't have access to see it. I mean, you're wiping their memory. So who's to really know? I mean, now in regards to your Kang the Conqueror theory, I have my own, which is, is vastly different, but very similar. I think it is old Loki that is running the TVA and he is currently trying to take out all other variant Lokis so that he is the one true, you know, basically a God of, you know, God of mischief of Asgard. It again, could be a fucking super reach, but I think it would be an interesting theory because I, at this point I am the 99.9% of the timekeepers aren't real. Like I just need like a literal picture confirmation on the screen that says timekeepers don't exist. Like, cool. Got it. Um, but I think I mean, they were real, but I'm with oh, you. Absolutely. Like, I think something happened to them. So they're either one, they're imprisoned and not pulling the strings anymore, or they may have like died or something like that. And like cool. some kind of, right. Like in some kind of cosmic blast or something like it wouldn't be impossible to kill them off. Like, no. and, and the fact that we watched the miss minutes video and it's all like, I mean, this is really just a bunch of propaganda. This is the this is the TVA's equivalent of like the Captain America turns the chair around and has a conversation with kids about dodgeball type shit. Like that's where we're at. Like you're just selling them a bill of goods that doesn't really mean shit. So right. that it's for people to believe when you get there and like it sounds good in theory, but is it actually good in practice? Um yeah, I don't know. I, I there's a lot of stuff. 
actually, you know what? I, I take that back. There's not a lot of stuff in this episode. Like, it was very much just a, a deeper look into these two characters' lives, their backstories, the fact that they just don't trust each other. Um, you know, it, it's... Uh, again, good episode, but I, I think, like you said, episode four and five, uh, they're really going to hopefully dive deep, and, and Tom Hiddleston even said himself, episode four and five is like the turning point. This was just the mid-season finale. That's right. why they left this on like a heavy cliffhanger. Yeah, and I mean, I think they, they're doing a good job of like slowly walking us into who Sylvie is. Like, I don't like when they're just like, hey, we're just going to shit out all this information on this one person. He got it good because we're never going to like bring anything about them up again, and it's only because it's relative to the plot. Like, they're slowly like the whole thing where she was he was like well i'm adopted and she's like i know he's like you know and she's like yeah they told me he's like they told you <laughs> like <laughs> Wait, they didn't tell you no yeah so like there's like little things that are different so like it's interesting to learn like she didn't have a connection with her mom she was told that she's adopted like all these things that you're kind of learning and seeing and that's where it's like okay like it's yeah. The wait, they're doing like a slow rollout, and I like that. Yeah. I, I, again, there are the subtle differences between the two of them. Like, Loki has the double dagger. She has the fucking machete. Like, they, they have their own quirks about them, which I think is good because, again, you can tell they're the same character, but they are just enough different where it's not going to be boring watching two of the same people on the same screen. You know, like, and I can appreciate that. I right. Think, and then, God. No, I was just going to say, and at the end of the episode, there's like a, it's like a three frame shot where like they're fighting guards or something and literally like they're doing the same exact moves and they end it with the same sweep. Yeah. So like you like, yeah, they are the same character, but they're very different people. Absolutely. Um, I, I mean, I think this episode more than anything else, as far as like Easter eggs go, they just had more references and callbacks to other things. Now, not just MCU stuff too. We had, uh, I mean, if anyone's ever seen the movie Snowpiercer, it's a bunch of rich people on a high-speed train that are escaping the poor people. Like, that's, I mean, it's exactly what happened. You got the rich people buying tickets. They get the hell out of there, and they're going to get on the ark because they want to save, you know, they save themselves, whatever. Um, and then uh, there was a callback to the movie Aliens, which I thought was kind of cool. Sorry, I'm yeah, just, the uh, two the two guards that were credited. Yes, Corporal Hicks and Private Hudson. So I just wanted to, uh, yeah, I mean, like little things like that. And then the shot of Loki being thrown from the train is like a direct callback to Ragnarok when he fell out of Doctor Strange's portal, just like boom, slammed on the ground. And I love the thing that Loki does every time he falls because I've seen it a few times now in the he, MCU. Like flips his hair up, and like in just frustration, like snaps his head back, like shit. I've been falling for <laughs> thirty minutes, and. It, you know what? I'm all about the callbacks. Like it, these movies were great. Let's do it. I'm 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 on it. So, you know, there's just a whole lot that we have to look forward to. I think more than anything else, this is a decent midseason finale. It wasn't too robust where it's going to take away from anything for the rest of the season, but I think it was enough of a Sylvie Lushton backstory or Enchantress or Sylvie Laffy's daughter, like whatever you want to call her, the amalgamation that she is. It was enough of a backstory for her. Alfie Dotier. Yeah. Like it. Yeah. Now, Mike, I'm curious. Do you think that her, she's originally an ice giant too then? Yes. I'd like, I'd 100%. Like to 
because the her last name starts with Laufey, and I thought Laufey was the ice giant king. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, if they're the same, quote unquote, the same person, like they're not a nexus being, so they're not going to be the same across all timelines. But like, I think their origins are pretty much the same. It's just how they they turn out. Like, I, I maybe that has a, an effect on it. I don't know. Again, to I think that was again like, her file just to prove that like she is because again in, in Norway and like the Norse. Uh, Laufey's son, obviously son of and it's, yeah Odinson, and then Laufey's daughter. Like there is a bunch of uh, athletes uh, for the CrossFit Games, and they're you know David's daughter and and Sigmund's daughter, like stuff like that. So it's basically just saying the daughter of then right. the son of. So that's I mean, what their last name means. Yeah, it makes fucking sense now. No, because I know about Sigmund's daughter and um. Yeah. I was like, what? that's so weird. But yeah, I've heard like, like the sun thing and didn't click ever twice. Thor like, Odinson? Yeah, it's Thor yeah, is well, Odinson. I knew about the Odin sun thing. Like that makes sense to me. And then, so then like, why did I'm not thinking not make sense. <laughs> oh, no, that does. I was talking about like no, he, he's talking like real CrossFit. world. Yeah, oh, talking about world. the real okay. world, like CrossFit and shit. I was like, I was like, the fuck? No, I thought you were talking about Loki. I'm like, literally, all they do is just change the first little bit from Odin's son to Laufey's son. How did you not pick up when it's, it's the same it's, thing? It, here's like, here's the, the crazy thing, though. So, like, and again, like, you know, my sister and I would have the same parents, but different last names. Like, how does... I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's a weird. weird... Yeah, it's weird. But I, I'm, I'm cool with it. Fuck it. Hey, if I could if I could swing it that way, I definitely would. But so we, we all know I'm not bright. Thank God I'm That's bright. all right. We love you, buddy. We still love you. Um... Yeah, so so far, as far as the the Lady Loki, Sylvie, Enchantress thing, there's no, there's been no clarification as to like who they're referencing yet. So that's why I keep calling her the amalgamation. I think it's a mix, just because she said like I don't identify as a Loki anymore. Yes. Like, and I she so she's like it's called a um, alias. So I think maybe she's met Enchantress, and okay. like the name Sylvie, and that's kind of where she got it from. It's kind of like an homage, but I think they're going more of a combination to give her character more substance and like you can just do a little bit more with it at that point as opposed to like oh here we know everything about loki and she's exactly the same yeah yeah no i I definitely agree with that like it's it's an important distinction but i could be wrong maybe she really is enchantress but i think she's just using the name because i mean it's marvel and they do that shit all the time just to throw you off and you know what that wouldn't fucking she's ralph She's yeah. Ralphie Boner. Goddamn right. She is. She's Ralph, Ralph Mephisto. That. Ralph Mephisto Boner. <laughs> Speaking of that, you need to get off Mephisto's Boner, bro. It ain't know, happening. I yeah. No, you, I, I know it's not happening. Now, I'm going to laugh when he finally stops quoting it's Mephisto and, and then, then he pops Mephisto. It becomes him. I'm riding that train to the fucking I mean, wheels fall off. Let's go. Bro, I think the wheels fell off like six months ago. Nah, they didn't. And Dude, Mephisto and Winter Mephisto. Yeah, it could be me, but I mean, I think we'll see Nightmare before we see Mephisto because I mean, they've kind of been hinting to him more than Mephisto. But I mean, if they really want to go the Wanda storyline, then it's got he's got to come in because he's literally that would be like having the Red Hood without Joker. Like you just you can't. They're synonymous with each other. Yes, absolutely. I mean, you probably have like, Red Hood without Joker, but you can't have Red Hood without a crowbar. So. Well, yeah, nah. <laughs> how would you get the perfect picture on your wall? God damn right. But no, I mean, I'm excited to see where Loki continues to go. And so far, I mean, it's been 
I, I can't say that it's been the best one for me so far because I personally love the way that WandaVision kind of kept Joni Heels and Twist and Turned to where I feel like Loki's doing the same thing kind of, but they're just kind of just pushing along and they're just pushing through. And I I definitely think Loki's one of the better shows though. Like it's really keeping my interest and I'm excited to see what happens. I second this. Oh, uh, 100%. I, I mean, I'm in there with you. I think I will give a final determination on whether I like it more than Falcon Winter Soldier or WandaVision when it's over. And I would love to give like my rankings for them. But I think for right now, it's giving me just enough to be happy with uh, as far as the midseason finale goes, like I've said before. And if episode four and five are as good as Tom Hiddleston says they are, and I'm sure the man is not lying, I'm buckling up for a joyride this week. You know, I'm, I'm ready. I'm in. Are you guys not going to invite me again? Jay, I invited Dude, last week. We've literally watched it together one time, Jay. One episode out of the That's three. That's one more that time around. that I've been invited to. You know what? Well, we're going to do, do a Zoom call next time. And if you're not on it and you're not watching it with us, I'll tell you. In class. Yeah, I'll, I'll, do, I'll do a screen share. I don't give a shit. We're going to watch it together. But I mean, as far as again, as far as this episode goes, I really didn't have too too much to unbox. I just had a couple of theories that I wanted to sort of drop out there. But I mean, that's all I've got for this episode, guys. I'm not sure where you fall, Jay. I'm, I'm sure. good. Yeah, I figured. I'm good. Yeah, I mean, um, we talked about everything that I thought about because I had the same thought of Mark to a certain extent that it was a Loki's like controlling everything. Mark. No, like I said, um, I mean, the one thing that I do like to think that people overlook just to close this out is that when they end up on what's the planet's name again? Lamentus um, one. When they end up on Lamentus one, that's one that was protected by the Nova Corps, and this would have been like sixty years or seventy years after Thanos wiped them out. So what we're seeing is kind of the aftermath still of what Thanos did. Yeah. And I think that that's still kind of cool that like he's gone and we're done with like that Porsche test. Now we're going to get young Thanos in Eternals apparently. And like, I don't know how big of a role he's actually going to play or if it's just going to be like a cameo of him, but it's like, we're past the Thanos phase now, but you're still seeing like in Spider-Man and Spider-Man uh, was it homecoming? Where you saw like the blip and everything, like like I like how they sprinkle in the effects of Infinity War across other shows and movies, yeah, and even to now where quote unquote seventy years later, like we're still seeing the effect that he fucking had when he was on his trek for power. Yeah, and uh, there's honestly a, a whole lot of fallout from Infinity War that I think it was important that the the MCU sort of dove into that. Now, for me, it's one of those things where, like, done correctly, which I think they have, it works phenomenally. Like, but it, you could easily fuck that up. Yeah, like, honestly, I'm sitting here watching this show, and, like, I can't tell you how many times, like, it's easily only, like, two or three times that I, like, sit back, I go, like, oh, shit, like, this is Avengers Loki, not Ragnarok, or not, yeah. if it like... I like the fact that like it just runs so smoothly and like you don't even think like this guy never experienced Thor Ragnarok. This guy never experienced Thor the Dark World. This guy never experienced 
Infinity War, any of these other movies, like, or times, like, it's like, oh, shit, like, I mean, in a way he did because he watched it happen, but, like, that's not the same as experiencing it. Absolutely. It's, so. it's, one, of those, it's one of those things where people have to put that in their mind that this is not the same person. And that's right. okay. And that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I love is like, they're not constantly reminding you. They're just letting it run. And you've like, I forget half the time. Yeah. I think that that's a huge part of it. This is going to give him a, a separate character arc that he didn't get from all of those other movies that he was in building or maybe up. maybe the this. same one. Yeah. Maybe, the, maybe he ends up the same. And I think that would be cool too. Because I, I think what he's currently realizing is that his quest for power was almost in vain. Right. So that right there is putting him leaps and bounds beyond Dark World and Ragnarok. No, that's that's how I feel. And I mean, that was really the only other thing I had. All right. Well, if that is all we've got for this week, guys, I just want to say thank you for tuning in and giving us a listen if you have any thoughts comments theories on loki reach out to us at something super podcast at gmail.com or you can do at something super podcast on facebook and instagram or we are also on twitter at ss podcast 52 chat with us give us your thoughts give us your theories tell us that we're wrong we'd love to hear it we'd love to hear what you think and we're still on all of your major streaming platforms that's Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, you name it. Keep an eye out for us on iHeartRadio. Yeah. Like I said, for now, we're going to be doing this on Tuesdays until Loki's over, and then we are back to our regularly scheduled programming on Thursdays. Oh, yes. I'm super excited. I can't wait for all of the other stuff that Marvel's going to be dropping this year. We have a decent bit of Bad Batch to go over as well. So we got a lot of product for you guys, and we are here for all of it. So, as always, thanks again for listening. My name's Steve. I'm Mark. And I'm Jay. And we'll catch you guys next week.